Welcome, what's going on, How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know who it is. This is Kevin from the Cohort Progression Podcast. Pretend the city rocks or rock and metal thrive. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It is 420. And yes, I am not smoking because I do not smoke. Not going to get high today. Sorry, guys. But I am going to bring you an incredible guest today. So my guest in the podcast today comes all the way from El Paso, Texas. The band Texas Taliban, a brand new band that really has that thrash metal, groove metal, heavy metal style that honestly, if you like metal of any sorts, you're going to love. Their brand new EP, Runs on Hate, is available now. And again, link description in the podcast below. So please welcome the lead guitarist, Eric, to the podcast. This one is fun. It flows incredibly well. Uh, it is a little bit shorter than our normal podcast, but you know what? You'll enjoy it all the same. So are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast, if you like metal, then my God, do I have something for you today. Thanks for our connection through the band Blisskrieg and their PR firm. Shots of Blisskrieg as well. They got us in contact with these guys, and yes, metal is the name of the game. So please welcome all the way from El Paso, Texas, Eric from the band Texas Taliban. So Eric, welcome to the Chord Progression Podcast. Thank you very much, man. It's good to be talking to you, and I uh, appreciate the time to to talk with me, man. This is pretty cool. Hey, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I appreciate being able to hear your music and your brand new EP, Runs on Hate. Again, comes out April 9th, so by the time the podcast comes out, yes, it will already be available. And if you're watching YouTube video, just you'll see on the bottom it says Runs on Hate, available now. Yeah, so you don't have any shot at missing the fact that it is available. Right on. Sounds so, good. So, Eric, before we get started, I always ask the guests in the podcast three initial questions to get going, to get everyone to get to know you a little bit better. The first two, very, very easy, very nice. The last one puts you on the spot and is my absolute favorite. So I want to know, <laughs> one, what is your name? Two, in the band Texas Taliban, what do you do? And the third is my favorite. I want to know a fun fact or a wacky story about yourself but I always like to hear the craziest, potentially most messed up ones that'll make me laugh and fall out of my chair. Every time I ask this, I end up just laughing hysterically at whatever these bands that I have in the podcast or guys, the podcast, girls, the podcast throw at me. So I'm always ready for it. So Eric, take it away. All right. Um, name's Eric King. I play a uh, lead guitar for uh, Texas Taliban. Do uh, the writing right now, um, getting everything going. And um, man, a weird messed up story uh you know what i got one when i was in one of my previous bands we used to use a lot of uh diy um like pyro and um like we made flash pods on gunpowder where we basically like trip a circuit you know and uh cause a little uh little short circuit that landed on gunpowder and made that go out and uh, we would do a lot of like uh fire spitting and stuff like that and um guys this was a while back but um one of the shows i think it might have been a couple weeks after uh white snake um lit some club on fire with their pyro i think a couple weeks after that i i did the fire breathing inside this uh club and um you know the fire would hit the roof and spread looks really cool except uh after about the fifth time the roof just 
caught on fire. It's like in the middle of a song, we're just all looking at the, the, the ceiling and a damn thing was just lit, man. It wouldn't turn off. We're just kind of like, oh, shit. Like, what the hell are we going to do now? So we're, you know, kept the show going, but we're kind of looking at each other and looking at where the exit was. This building uh, we were at, like the, the door was kind of right off to the side of the stage. So we were making sure that we had like a clear shot at that exit. But um, after a few seconds, the fire kind of went out, you know, and we were like, oh, damn, glad because uh, that could have been really, really bad. Well, especially. Oh, go ahead. I was say, especially with it happening a couple of weeks after that one incident. And I got to ask, was this around like 2002, 2003 that this happened? Because I, I don't think it was White Snake that set it, that set that club on fire. I think you're talking about the incident with Great White. Oh, Great White. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's the one. Uh, I get those, you know, the, the white bands confused. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It, it was them. I mean, it's it's understandable. I mean, they both have white in the name. They both kind of played around the same time, the same style of music. So it makes sense. No big deal. It was just, I remember yeah. in my head, I want to make sure it was correct so that everyone listening kind of has an idea of like, okay, during one of the worst, after like one of the worst club disasters in music history, right. and like a couple weeks later, you guys try and do the same thing. And luckily, luckily, nothing bad happened. Yeah, it was, it was, it was scary as hell, man. Uh, we used to do that thing with the you know the flash pods at different clubs and um i remember at another place we went out we had them set up you know and um we had this long dark you know spooky sounding uh, intro and um right when when uh, the first beat to the music would come out we we'd hit those pods and um shit man we were ready to play we had our intro going off music's about to start we hit the pods we cause the circuit breakers to like you know the, the breakers trip man so everything just goes out we're like shit you know this sucks so we're like all right man take two you know we set everything back up uh tried it again uh same exact thing happened no. again and we're just like you know what uh screw the intro screw the flash pods let's just play and we just you know played and um um our guy, you know, our, our light guy that was trying to get everything going, he wanted to try it again, you know, once for the middle of the show. And he found like a different breaker, hooked up uh, everything to a different outlet. And uh, yeah, we caused a blackout at the club uh, halfway through our set too. So yeah, these things, these things happen, man. You know, you have so many technical difficulties and uh, I don't recommend it to anybody to, to you know, do the DIY uh, uh flame and pyro stuff it's just not worth it scary as hell you know i probably still do it but i don't recommend anybody else do it because damn man a lot of shit could go wrong you know that's gonna be my next question are like to this day are you still doing diy pyro and then when can you get back and when you are able to get back on stage with texas taliban are you guys be doing diy pyro or is it be like nah we're gonna hold off on that one no that this was another band that we used to do we used to have a lot of like a uh, stage props and uh as a matter of fact, I got this shirt on right now. It's a catastrophe. It's a, like an industrial metal goth style band. And, uh, you know, a lot of what we did was, uh, you know, like show. We used a lot of like fake blood and and flames and lights and smoke. And, you know, it was pretty crazy. Texas Taliban, though, we're, we're pretty much just straight up metal. You know, we, we it's uh, it's. Like in my previous bands, I used to, you know, do a lot of like uh, uh, of the behind the scenes stuff and sing and play guitar and write. And uh, in this band, I'm just focused 
uh, strictly on the guitar playing, which, you know, frees me up to do a lot of stuff, man. It's nice to not be just in front of the mic, you know, and have to stay there because, uh, you, you know, have to sing and stuff. Now with the guitar, you know, little wireless pack and I'm just all over the place, you know, it's, it's fun. It, it's, uh, I enjoy it a little bit more, man. Um, you know, I, I mess around with so much, uh, so many different types of music and instruments that it's nice to be on my guitar, just, just my guitar, you know, and uh, I've neglected her for quite some time now. I mean, it's good to just be playing, you know, it's, it's just something I've always loved. It's my favorite instrument, you know, so it feels good. That's good to hear that you're able to get into it and just kind of get more freedom within your live set based on the fact that you only have to play guitar. So especially with the wireless pack on it, because I've seen some guitar, especially well, when live shows were a big thing and I was going to a show every single, what felt like twice a week back in like late 2019, just seeing right. how all these different bands were consistently moving around. And especially, I mean, not only just the person that's singing to the front man, front man behind the mic, it's seeing how everyone else in the band is interacting, especially the guitar players, is because you have the freedom to move around and you're able to help create the energy that is needed to create the show that you guys want to create, especially given the music that you're playing. Right. You know, uh, one of the things I've always liked about bands that I go see is uh, that they, they put on a show. You know, they perform and not only are, are they uh, spot on on the music, but they, they put on a performance, you know, and um, they put a little effort into how they look, what they do, you know, not just staring there, uh, you know, on stage, staring at their fretboard, just throughout the stage, not moving. You know, that's kind of always been a pet peeve of mine. And I'm guilty of doing it, too. But I really try to practice where I'm not just staring at my fingers. You know, I want to interact with everybody. And the more you get the crowd going, the more it gets you going. So it to me, it's important, you know, to, to put the effort into it, man. There's like... Uh, I've seen bands on stage wearing like uh, like flip flops and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, why, you know, that's what I use when I wash my car. Why you do that on stage, you know, put a little effort into it. You know, it always makes the show a little bit fun and you know, the crowds, they appreciate when, when you go out of your way for them and it's cool, man. You know, uh, this with, uh, with the band we have now, the dynamic, you know, Chris is a, a, a good front man. He's, He's pumped, man. That dude just moves around and, and he gets everybody going. And uh, the other members of the band, too, they're just like, you know, incredible, man. We have a good dynamic with these guys and uh, we can't wait to to get this live, man. This this isn't so much about the the pyro or anything like that. It's just, you know, we just want to use the music to, to pound people, you know. And uh, yeah. these last practices we've had, oh, it sounds that way. It's, it's definitely heading that direction. So... We're just trying to keep that momentum going. So when we hit, you know, our live dates, it's gonna, it's gonna pay off. Can't wait. See now that what you just said there makes me excited due to the fact that when I go and see live shows for myself, the bands I'm primarily seeing are either bands that are in the hard rock area, the punk rock area, or metalcore. And I ever since like 2017, and I got pushed in my first mosh pit. It was like, it was like baptism by fire, basically. And now every show I go to, if there's going to be a chance for a mosh pit inducing time, I'm going to be there at the forefront of it because it's just the, it's just the energy that drives off it. But also the band also has a lot to do with it as well, because I've seen shows where, you know, you could easily have that, but all of a sudden the band on stage is kind of just doing that same thing. They're staying around 
player, uh, the guitar player, his bass player is looking at the fretboard. Uh, lead singer not really moving around a lot, and it's just like you know you have the music to really create this absolutely energetic show, but you're kind of actions on stage at times really don't match that. And it kind of brings the energy of the crowd down. I've seen it other times where all of a sudden bands just induce these kind of mosh pits with their music. And all of a sudden the bands see the energy that these fans are having. All of a sudden the band's energy ends up getting amped up. And then all of a sudden it's like the fans and the band are always trying to one up each other every step of the way with overall energy. So by the time the end of the show comes, I mean, in the, in the pit, literally everyone seems like they're trying to kill each other, but it's like the most, organized chaotic thing in the world and the bands loving it because they're seeing all the energy from the fans they've got all the energy rolling and by the end of the night everyone's like in this state of euphoria because you went through this super duper energetic time and you had the most fun in the world and the band on stage is probably thinking the same thing they had an incredible amount of fun because all of a sudden they're playing they got all this energy and they're watching us in the crowd going absolutely ape shit on each other right that that is the best feeling in the world you know and uh, that's how I feel it is, you know, uh, with the with the previous band, it was like industrial music and stuff like that. So it, you know, it had its energy, but there's nothing like just metal, you know, n- nothing to get the, the adrenaline going. And um, yeah, you know, you feed off the crowd and, you know, you have to put it out there. You have to put it out there for the crowd. I mean, they're there. They took the time and the effort to go uh, check you out, you know, paid money probably not to see you or the band that you're opening for but you know they're they're there they're sticking around you know and uh, anything sort of getting 100 percent on stage you know blood sweat and tears if by the time you're done playing if you're not covered in sweat and you're not hurting you know you didn't you didn't do your best you know i'm sorry but that's the way i see it man you, you gotta put it out there you know and and the crowd gets it you know they get into it and and i've always been like that it's not about the gear it's not about what you have on stage you know the people in the front they don't care what kind of amp or pedals you've got on they just want to see you go crazy and you know when you see them going shit it's it's a it's the best thing ever you know so that's what i'm about you know that that's me I'm, i'm one of those kids that used to feed off the bands when i would see them you know watch them play and uh that's what i want to do that's what i want to give you know nothing short of that you know the music is good you want to hear it perfectly you know get the cd you know that's how it is with a lot of bands a lot of black metal bands you know you see this image of them and they look all badass with their swords and all that stuff and then you know you see them live and kind of short you know falls a little short because you have this image built up in your head of of what you know their their pictures and our their photos are like but um you you see them live it's just like oh you know there's no swords. There's no horses <laughs> or castles or, you know, what the hell, you know, and some bands do bring it though, you know, and, and those are the ones that, you know, the ones that put the effort into it, you know, that even if the music's not that great, you know, you can see guys when they're putting it into it and I respect the hell out of that, you know, cause it, it's, it, they're, they're doing it, they're doing their thing. And that's, to me, that's important, man. You know, you, you got both the, the show, and the music going for you, then it's going to be a win-win. Crowd's going to appreciate it. And, I mean, I always try to put out what I want to go see, you know, and uh, the experience overall, you know. So that's what – that's what that's me personally. And I know, you know, a couple of guys in the band feel the same way, you know. They want to give it their all. That's It's, it's what we do, man. It's, it's – uh, we're not happy if we're not doing this. And we love music, but we love being on stage, you know. And um, 
I like recording. I, I love documenting everything we're doing, but you know, there's nothing like being on stage, man, but it, it's, it's just a, you just got to give it your all. That's, that's what we want to do. That's what we're here to do. And that's the perfect mindset to have is give the energy that you would want to see when you were in the crowd and give the energy that you want to that you would expect from some of these bands. Because I mean, I've seen bands before where it's like, okay, you know, it's, you see them, you see their music videos, you listen to music and you're expecting something grand, something spectacular. And like, when you go see them at times, you just watch it. It's like, okay, it falls short. There've been other times too, where I've gone and seen, I've gone to uh, shows and all of a sudden I was like, I just, the reason I was going was to see a certain band. And a perfect example was this was back in 2019. I was going to a show specifically because I wanted to see light the torch because I wanted to see Howard Jones perform. That was my specific reason for going. And they were one of the openers. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'll stick around for the middle band and the headliner as well. The middle band was fit for a king. And I'm like, holy shit, now I'm in a fit for a king just because of the, like, the energy they had on stage. Follow that up with the headliner being Ice Nine Kills. And I'm like, what the hell am I getting myself into? And from that show, I'm like, this is one of my favorite bands of all time right here. Just by the energy and the, just the, the, all, just the stage performance, everything about it. So when you're talking about that, you know, you're going to be playing, you'll be playing shows and people aren't going to be going there specifically to see you. But with that energy, with that thought process of, I want to make sure that I give the energy that people ex- would want, that I'd want to see if I was in the crowd and that people want to have with my music. If you take that mindset, you're going to be a band that they remember after that show. And after listening to the runs on hate EP, it, it just listening to the titular song. I'm thinking, my God, can I just have live shows come back again? Because this, this song literally right when it hit, I'm just thinking, all right, when this song hits, I'm pretty much going head first in that mosh pit. And if I get whacked in the head, I don't care. I'm going to be a happy man. Right, man. That's cool. Thank you. That's, that's how it feels. You know, I'm, I mean, that's, there's music that I listen to now that I just, you know, the first thing I want to do is like, uh, I'll be sitting down or I, I just want to stand up and, you know, just run around the room myself, you know, and, and that's the important thing. The music moves you, you know, and even, even if it, how can I say, man, like uh, I've seen some bands that, that don't have like maybe that crazy energy, like uh, um, say like Chelsea Wolf, right. Um, saw her play and just, the way uh, she came out, all the smoke, very ominous, but the sound that she put out, it was so heavy, like one of the heaviest bands I've heard live. And that moved me, man. It just made me, you know, want to go ape shit too. Even though the music doesn't call for wash pit, I, I just wanted to throw people around. You know, it's, it's what it does. It, it music's supposed to move you. It's supposed to, you know, um, invoke some kind of emotion from you, you know, energy or, or just, you know, let out your frustrations or whatever. It's why I like playing it. You know, it just helps me release everything, man. You go to show, drink some beers and, and, you know, slam into people, you know, it's just like a, it's a good stress reliever, man. You're, you're, you're there, you know, and, and people are, are pretty cool about it. And, you know, every single pit I've ever seen, people are beating shit out of each other and somebody goes down, everybody helps them up, man. Cause that camaraderie, you know, and that's the thing, man. It, it's, uh, the metal camaraderie, you don't see it in a lot of other scenes. You see it, um, you know, unfortunately not as much as you want to, but that's what, what this is about, you know, just getting that sentiment and putting it on, on CD or record and, and bring it to the live show. That's what, what, what we want to do everything, you know, for how we feel about it. You know, like, like, like I mentioned, you know, it's all about, 
this, this show we want to see. And uh, man, it's it's if we weren't playing it, we'd want to see it, you know, and be in the pit and get beat up and drunk. And, you know, that's that's the best thing about it. You know, that's it's fun. Yeah. And I think on your on the EP as well, the, specifically the first four songs, I want to make sure I get the names right. Runs on hate, <laughs> expect no mercy, supremacy and America. E-M-E-R-I-C-A. I want to make sure everyone gets the right spelling to that. When I listen to those songs, that's the feeling I get where all of a sudden I could easily be at one of your live shows and all of a sudden people are going to have that energy. People are going to have that just passion, that emotion, and the pit's going to be going absolutely crazy. But it's going to be one of those pits where all of a sudden, yeah, people are going to look like they're beating up on each other. It's going to look like chaos, but it's an organized chaos. It's a controlled kind of chaos. Because when someone falls back down, falls down, you're gonna have three or four people right there to pick them up. Hell, I've seen multiple yeah. times in mosh pits with crazy things happen. I've got knocked down before, and then someone got tripped up and went head first into my head, and I started bleeding profusely. I had three people yeah. come pick me up, and the guy was saying, "Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And I noticed how bad I was bleeding. I just looked at the guy, said, "Get me the fuck out of here." And the reason wasn't because I was mad at him; it's because I'm bleeding. I don't want to bleed over everybody else. And I'm like, "You're my guy now. Get me out of here." Right. Or I, this is probably the weirdest one I've seen, the craziest one where I was seeing who was it? Seen my favorite band. I was seeing Rise Against, and Moshpit was going nuts. All of a sudden, some guy falls down. His glasses fall, oh, and shit. he picks them up, and one of the lenses is missing. And all of a sudden, he says something. I don't know how many people heard it, but all of a sudden it was like someone just yelled, stop the pit. Everyone stopped. Everyone took like three steps back. And the guy that yelled it out and the guy that uh, had the glasses, they were searching around the, the floor trying to find the lens. Wow, after about man, that's... Fi- after 15 seconds, they found it. The guy popped it back in. And after he popped it back in, he just shrugged his shoulder. He said, okay. And then everyone just ran <laughs> right back in the middle. But it's just the craziest thing where all of a sudden just – you have that energy, you have that passion in your music, and it evokes that emotional response, but also evokes like this communal response as well to the point where if something bad happens in that pit, you know everyone's going to be rushing to that person to get them picked up. If there is a problem and a person gets hurt and they can't get up, there's going to be like 10 guys that like form a circle around them. So if the pit can, if the pit's still going, you know, people are going to be bouncing off these, these big burly guys and whoever's on the floor trying potentially need to get medical attention, they're not going to be taking any hits. Right. Yeah, that that's cool, man, that, that they were able to stop the pit for that. You know, glasses are expensive these days, you know, and the fact that everybody was willing to just like, you know, hey, you know, time out. Let's let's get this guy's lens back. That was really cool. It, it yeah, is, that's, that's important. Like, I've, I've lost uh, keys and a wallet in a pit before. And uh, it's just the people, man. I've got them both back, luckily. So that's a good thing. Yeah, we've, we've done that too with wallets because all of a sudden we've seen what we found wallets or phones and all of a sudden we start chanting like wallet, wallet. Just so if someone <laughs> lost it, all of a sudden you're hearing these people chant wallet and you're going to you're gonna look over there and you're going to wonder what the hell are they chanting? Okay, they're chanting wallet. Is that my wallet? And there's someone holding up your wallet and then every, and then you get it back and everyone's just like, yeah, we did it. Woo! Yep. That's true. That's a good feeling, man. It's like, yeah. And that, you know, that's how it is, man. Everybody's like brothers there. You know, you might not like the same bands or, you know, have the same ideas politically or whatever. But when you're there, you're all metal brothers. You know, it's kind of cliche to say, but that's what it's like. You know, um, damn, the last one of the last shows I went to, I think, uh, before this pandemic was a uh, Voivod. And uh, it was crazy there. I saw a lot of young kids, a lot of older kids. 
uh, well, older kids, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> men, <laughs> you know, uh, me being one of them, man, uh, you know, uh, some old schoolers there, it was crazy, but um, everybody in that in that pit, everybody at the front, they were brothers for that moment, man, and and that's that's a that's a thing of beauty, you know. It's it's for for the duration of the show, for the duration of the band. It's just that it's going on, and, and best things, man. The shows you go to that are end up being more like experiences, you know. Oh, that's, abs- that's what what's the best experience of everything. Oh, absolutely, it is the best experience. Of everything there is nothing better than just because, like you said. You could have different religious beliefs, different political beliefs, diff- just different views on life, everything. You could be the, the two most completely polar opposite people. But in when you're at that show, all that matters is the fact that you both want to see that band that's on stage perform live. And you have a positive emotional response to yeah. that band's music. And even if, again, you're the two most polar opposite people in the world. At a metal show, at a rock show, hard rock, punk rock, metalcore, any any subgenre of metal and rock, you can become friends all based off of that. It is it is one of the most incredible yep. things in the world. It is one of the most underrated things in the world. And the fact that the pandemic has taken away live shows for us for over a freaking year at this point has yeah. what has just it's it's been a huge miss, and there's been a lot of people that have been struggling with stress, with mental health. That if live shows were able to come back right away, a lot I, I guarantee you, a lot, especially people that really connect to music, a lot of those people would get the help they need because they're going to be going to live shows again. They're going to be experiencing that once again. They're going to experience the family, the camaraderie, the happiness, the joy, the like ecstasy of happiness and emotion that yep. potentially, I mean, you like your music could save lives at this point. Yeah, you know, it's 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 weird, but you know, that you mentioned that mental health is it's it's important, man. You need, you know, we're we're social animals, you know, and you go to metal show or any show really and you end up running uh across people that you haven't seen, you know, in a really long time. It just it's 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 a good thing, man. We need that as humans. We need that as musicians. We need to get back to how things how things work because uh man it's it's life sucks without shows it really really does it's it's you know everything's shut down but man you really feel it though with the music though because it's like you can't you know I, I couldn't imagine going to a show where where they enforce like social distancing you know who the hell wants to go to show where you know you're like so far apart from each other you know it's it's crazy yeah, I was like, I know back in like October of 2020 here in Wisconsin, up uh, about an hour north of me, they're doing a drive-in show and there was a local metalcore band here in Milwaukee and the uh, headliner that was doing the show was Beartooth. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And it was a drive-in show. I'm like, I love the idea. However, am I able to get in like a mosh pit in a bed of a truck with like five or six people? Because <laughs> otherwise, like, I, I, I can't, like, I'm like, I can't sit in my car. And just watch Beartooth live and not want to get into a demolition derby with all the other cars. Right. Yeah. Get in your car and start, you know, start a pit up. You know, that's, yeah, probably not a good idea. You know, there's some bands that, that you know, you do actually want to want to watch in a in a setting that you're like sitting down, you know, and uh, not necessarily metal. But, you know, well, actually, there are probably some metal bands you wouldn't mind seeing like that. But, you know, for the most part, you know, there, there's a lot of 
bands out there that I guess they could have probably gone away with it, but still, you know, everything shut down. It just the bar shut down, the restaurant, everything shut down. It's just kind of sucks, man. I'm, I'm glad we're like uh, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel now, hopefully. And, um, you know, I, I hope, you know, everybody's just still being careful out there, man. That way we just get over this, get rid of it. And, you know, I know our lives are going to be different from here on out, but, you know, man, we could eradicate this damn thing. Let's, let's bring everything back, you know, to how it used to be even better. Cause that's going to be crazy, man. When you think about it, cause there's going to be a lot of uh, hungry bands out there. They're going to want to hit the road. And um, that's going to be one of the best things to come out of this is that there's going to be so many tours this next year. And, and the year after that, it's going to be crazy. So then I so, gotta. So then, Eric, I gotta ask you ask you this question with that statement. With that quote statement, um, when it comes to Texas Taliban, what are you guys planning on doing when it comes to getting out on the road, playing live shows, especially with the release of the new EP? Remember, everybody, the name of the EP is "Runs on Hate." So, a- any plan right now? Have you guys played a live show at all together? Because I know this is the debut EP for the band. So, what kind of what's in the works right now? You know what. Uh, COVID hit right as we were uh, uh, recording, so we have not had a chance to play live. It, it's, uh, you know, besides practicing. And um, right now we're just getting our uh, live set down so that we, you know, can bring it. But um, we do, we had uh, a couple offers for some tours. And um, right now we're kind of uh, waiting on it because uh, uh, tours are still getting rescheduled. You know, they, they've, been rescheduled once and they come out with new dates and that's getting rescheduled again so we're kind of like wait a minute you know let's just you know we don't want to wait too um we we want to catch it right as it comes in but uh like our singer he's got another band they played out a few times um we were not quite there yet as far as like uh our practicing goes you know we're, we're practicing every week getting everything down you know, soon as I'd give it about maybe a month or two, we're going to have everything 100%. And uh, by that time, we'll be ready to go. You know, we have uh, one show set up right now. Um, Fest. I believe that's, we have that one set up. And that's in August. I think it was in August or they may have moved it, but that one we have set up. And uh, other than that, we're just waiting for the next, next, uh, as we get we're going to do some regional stuff, you know, uh, here and there, but we won't jump on tour until like, you know, a big state um, nationwide thing until we have something good in the works that everything is going to be planned because sucks to, to make all your plans and get your time off from work, you know, and get everybody on the same page. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have to reschedule everything, you know, and it kind of, uh, you know, it's hard to get everyone on the same page as far as like that, you know, and, so we're kind of just making sure that the one we do is going to be the one that's going to be worth it, you know, Oh, I in the long run for everybody. You know. I was going to say, I absolutely understand that. One question I want to no, ask, though, ahead, is, sorry. One question I want to ask is when um, that live show that you talked about that was already on the books right now, where is that going to be? Because when you said where it was going to be, the audio kind of glitched on. I want to make sure everyone listening knows where that's going to oh. be at. That's the uh, Toledo Death Fest up in Ohio. I'm trying to... Uh, see if i can remember the date on that i think it was in august but i'm not that one got rescheduled once also 
So I'd have to look up the date. I'll, I'll get the date for you and I'll let you know before we're done. All right. Cause like when it comes to the August date, especially if it's going to be in Ohio, I know incarceration is still going on at some point in July in Ohio. So it seems like uh, August, if it is an August date, it seems like that would probably be more concrete. And then seeing what's going on with some other uh, shows as well. I know uh, Blue Ridge Rock Festival over in uh, Virginia, they got the go ahead to go in middle of September. I think Riot Fest is getting the go ahead at some point, at least for middle of September. So we'll see what happens there. But I know you potentially have to go on to another call in a little bit. So I want to touch on some of the music first before I forget, because again, Brand new EP runs on hate comes out on April 5th. So when this podcast comes out, everybody, you will be able to listen to it right then and there. So I do want to talk about it a little bit with the inspiration behind it is, but specifically I got to talk about the song to Ray Muerto. I think I said that right because yeah. I listened to that one and it, and it definitely is completely different than the other four. So what was the inspiration behind this one? Because when it came to that, you know, heavy, like that heavy metal thrash metal kind of style, this one really starts out different. That was like one of those uh, happy accidents, you know. Um, <clears throat> originally, that one wasn't uh, wasn't meant for this project. You know, we were just uh, in the studio and uh, we're just listening to tracks. You know, I'm showing uh, Chris Singer some tracks, and I'm like, "Hey, check this out! Check this out! What do you think of this style?" You know, we're we're still trying to find ourselves and uh, what what style we want to do and incorporate. And um, he heard that and he's all, no, we got to check this one out. We got to work on this. And I'm like, well, that's kind of, you know, like a little rough draft of just something else. It was supposed to be like a lot more doomy and sludgy. And um, the we we polished it up. He recorded some vocals on it. Then we polished it up some more. And um, yeah, it was just supposed to be kind of like a one-off thing. Not necessarily for this project, but after he sang on it, we're like, you know what? This fits perfect with what we're doing because... It's like um, we're we're keeping ourselves metal, you know, uh, that thrash vein, that Texas style. But at the same time, we don't want to just limit ourselves to, you know, we're not going to be able to play anything out of the box. You know, we want to be able to, to do whatever the hell we want, you know, and um, if it includes songs like that, you know, I think the song worked well. I like it, you know, um, might not be something we might do live for a while because, you uh, it you know trying to keep all the energy going on stage and then bust out with something like that it's kind of like you know oh don't want to don't want to bring everybody down from that high but you know it's a it's a good song man I, we're really proud of the way it came out and uh we have a video coming out for it also the, the same day as the release that uh chris the singer also worked on and um it came out came out pretty pretty good man it's 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 awesome the theme fits the music and um, fits uh, his lyrics well. And uh, it's pretty good. You know, that also is going to leave the door open for us for like uh, our next recording. If we want to mess with another song like that, you know, do something uh, maybe sludgier, doomier or acoustic or, you know, just don't want to just be, you know, keep our, our ourselves in one box, man. We want to be able to do it, whatever we want, but we do prefer the heavy and the fast stuff, but, you know, not necessarily like blast beats throughout, you know, there's a lot of bands doing that stuff, which I love to death, but that's for us. We want to just keep it kind of, you know, middle of the road, you know, good head banging, moshing songs with the riffs and keep it there. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully what we're doing works out, man. Cause, uh, we, 
we're proud of it. You know, it, it's uh, something that took us a while and this pandemic fucked everything up. And, uh, you know, we worked hard on it and uh, we're just hoping that everybody likes it, you know, as much as we, we do, because we, we like the way everything came out on it. Uh, particularly those first four songs, you know, it's, it's more my style, even though I wrote the, the other one as well, man, I, I prefer, you know, I'm a guitarist. I want to do the, the acoustic thing all the time, but you know, I'm open for it. You know, it's, it's fun to do, you know, so I don't care. Maybe we'll do an unplugged set of everything one of these days and that'll fit right in there. Yeah, well, when, um, I was, yeah. I was gonna say, when I was going through the whole entire EP, especially those first four songs, again, it was definitely had that like thrash metal, group metal, head metal, just again, head banging, mosh pit inducing kind of feel to it. But when I got to uh, Ture Muerto, I want to make sure I got that right with my little yeah. bit of Spanish background that I had <laughs> when I was in college. What, what's, what shocked me about this one was the fact that I was able to quit, like right after listening to it, I was able to quickly relate it to a, another a different song by a completely different band so that everyone listening kind of gets an idea of where it's coming from because you do intro it with that acoustic guitar, but it has the tone of like some more like classic Spanish Mexican inspired music. And I'm like, holy shit, especially with the title, this works out really well. But then as you build in and all of a sudden you get to add more of those heavier instrumentations to it, but they're still more melodic in the way. It really right. reminded me of the build and the flow of the song Pisces by Ginger. So you're going to get this like softer, more ballady, acoustically kind of thing going into the song. But then you're going to get this more heavy, but still melodic kind of feel throughout it. So you're going to bring that heaviness in there. It's going to it's going to have that feel of a metal song, but it's going to be something different. And overall, I mean, I thought it turned out fantastic. It was the thing that stuck out to me the most on the album overall. And I like awesome. the fact that for those first four songs you showed exactly who you guys are who you want to be and then that last one with two muerto you showed that you were able to experiment with your style with a couple other things as well and that does leave the door open for many different experimentations and many different uh you know just different things you can try going forward so for an initial ep i mean you showed who you are and you also left the door open to expand many other options Great, man. That's exactly what we wanted. You know, that's that's what we were aiming for. And I'm glad that you said that because that's, you know, that's, seems to be uh, so far what we've been hearing, man. That's, you know, it makes us feel damn good about this. You know, um, I'm I'm a modest person and I, I don't take compliments very well, man. But what I've been hearing about everything so far, it's it's very humbling and it's been very good, man. And you know, I'm just looking forward to hearing and talking to everybody else out there, man. It's 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 just amazing, man. You know, and it's not, not even out yet, you know. So I'm I'm all for the whole experience, man. It, it's it's been good so far, and I just hope it continues because it's it's fun as hell, man. I don't know what what I do without music, honestly. It's too important. Same here. I don't know what I do without it. I mean, when I was going through the worst times in life it seemed like at times the only thing that was there was music. And the only thing that got me out was at some points was music. Of course I had the help of family and friends, but at times when I was just feeling all completely alone, music was the only thing that was there for me at that moment. Hell, there was a time when I yeah. completely didn't want to listen to my favorite band anymore. Cause I had so many different memories associated with the music. And I'm just like, yeah. and at one point I literally said, fuck it. If I'm going to survive this, I got to take that <laughs> shit back. And, and the best way, I, and this is the, so I got to say this, if anyone is ever feeling like, you know, you're losing some grip on your favorite band because you're having more negative memories associated with them and you want to get some of that positivity back, 
and you want to take back your favorite band, the best thing you can do, go see them live. You're going to get this yeah. incredible rush of energetic euphoria and happiness that you're going to forget all about those bad memories and bad moments. And you're going to replace them with positive moments, positive memories. And then every time you listen to those songs, you're, it's going to be, I have a feeling of like redemption behind it. It's, it's incredible. That, that's some damn good sound advice right there, man. It's true. You know, a lot of people have like their, uh, their, their songs that they hear uh, that remind them maybe of like a X or something like that. And uh, they don't want to hear the banner. You know, screw that, man. Music's way too important, way more important than, than an X. But yeah, that, that's some good advice, man. You go watch the band live and get that experience and, and see them in a new light. You know, sometimes what I'll, I'll do with bands like that is uh, I'll just put on the shelf for a while. I won't listen to it for a while. And uh, sometimes even years later, you know, fresh set of ears, listen to it again. And it's like new music, man. I, I've done that with a lot of bands that uh that i like man and experience is just just great again so you know it's some some pretty uh good good information right there it's it's i believe it is sound advice and that's why i come home i can't wait for live shows to come back so that people get those moments after the pandemic and eric i know you got potentially another call in about like two-ish minutes now so i don't want to keep you too much longer <laughs> i will wrap up the runs on hate ep with this overall saying because i listened to the whole, whole thing listen to all five songs and this is how I wrap it up. I'm going to look at my note sheet for this so I don't fuck this up. Overall, <laughs> for me, everyone listening, you know my favorite genres are hard rock, punk rock, and metalcore when it comes to like head metal, thrash metal, groove metal. Not necessarily my biggest cup of tea, but big credit to Texas Taliban on this EP. Their mix of the thrash metal styles with the groove metal energy and the pacing is rather interesting that I know will induce a fun-ass mosh pit, and I want to be a part of it. Their ability to blend different pacings with vocals and instrumentals shows that fans of thrashing group metal will really enjoy the energy put into this album. But that last song, Two Way Muerto, is something from completely out of left field that flows perfectly at the end of the EP. Definitely worth checking out alone if you're into metal just in general. Overall, it'll be interesting to see how this band grows in the thrash metal scene in 2021 and how many injuries their mosh pits will cause. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm one of those. Oh. Hopefully not, man. Hopefully, and if if it happens, hopefully they pick you up and you're right, and you don't you don't get your head cracked open like before. If it if it happens, I'll still leave with a smile on my face. Don't worry about that, Eric. <laughs> right. So before we close this out, Eric, I always like to give the guest an opportunity to say any you know final remarks, final words as we close this out. So Eric, the floor is yours. Man, you know what? Uh, just want to say thank you. Uh, for taking the time out and talking to me, man. You know, uh, I like your format, like the way you started talking to me at first. You know, I, I was definitely nervous at first, man, but you made me feel good. And uh, this didn't feel so much like an interview. I like that we were just, you know, shooting the shit at each other, man. And that felt good. And I really appreciate it. And uh, I really like the, I appreciate the kind words about the album, man. And, and uh, I'm surprised you like that, that uh, Tu Rey Muerto song uh, the most. You know, but hey, that's why we did it, you know, because we know there's different people out there liking different things. And uh means a lot. It means a lot to us, man. Everybody that, that says anything nice means a lot to us. You know, even if they don't say anything nice, still means a lot to us. Fuck them. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's still cool. But uh yeah, man, thank you so much and uh, for taking the time, uh, you know. Eventually, I'll get better at this. You're pro at this, man. So thank you. And uh uh, hopefully we see you out there. Hey, man, it took me 170-some episodes to get to this point. So 
Thank you for the kind words, Eric. And of course, I'm going to end this podcast with my classic three things. For the fans, everyone listening, number one, when it comes to finding Texas Taliban online, when it comes to streaming their brand new EP, when it comes to just buying some merch for a moment, you know, following them everywhere you can. I know what you're thinking. Oh, where the heck can I find them? Do I have to search them up? I'm going to tell you, I already did it for you. Look in the description of the podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> iHeartRadio. You're going to see Find Texas Taliban Online and then links to everything that I can find with labels so you can follow, subscribe to their stuff, buy their merch, stream their music, and support them any way possible. Now, the second one is always one of my favorite things. So, Eric, whenever I have guests in the podcast that I absolutely enjoy having on, I always make a promise. I usually make this promise every single podcast. I enjoy having guests on. And this one, no exception. I absolutely enjoyed it. So, this is not an if because it's a promise. It's a when. I get to see Texas Taliban play live for the first time. Here's my promise to you, sir. First round's on me. Oh, dude. I got the second, third, and the fourth. Yes. Woo! I got the first. That's the thing. All right, Eric. So in all good conscience, I cannot end this podcast by saying goodbye for a number of reasons. One, I got a promise to keep and I plan on keeping all those promises. So I can't say goodbye because that's kind of like a final finite, you know, done right. kind of thing. Don't want to deal with that. And two, I want to see you guys play live. I want to I want to have you back on the podcast at some point in the future once again. So I can't end this with a goodbye. Got to end it with. See you later. See you later, man. Take care. Well, 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 folks, that was my interview with Eric from the band Texas Taliban. Also, when it comes to the audio, there's a little bit of a glitch thing in there. We try to fix it as much as possible. Eric's kid was also gaming at the time when the podcast had started. So we were trying to fix that by telling him not to game because he was also streaming. And we want to make sure that the audio and the video was as clear as possible. It was for the most part. So if it was an issue for you guys, I just want to let you know right then and there that we tried to do our best to fix it. But I want to make sure to bring you the band in the best light and Eric in the best light. And I think we did that because we talked about a lot of incredible things on this podcast. So remember, support your local band, support live music, because once we get back to live music in 2021, hopefully, which I am all in for, we're going to go nuts. So on that note, that's going to be for me today, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. For the MSC Rocks or Rock, and it'll thrive. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. with a big, healthy, and hearty. See you. Yeah.